And welcome to That Horrorcast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dimitri Samarov. On today's episode, Dimitri and I once again fight through our own sicknesses and discuss the 2019 French horror flick, Zombie Child. In Zombie Child, we dive right into the crevices of Haitian history to spotlight colonialism, social barriers, the supernatural, and the horror of being a teenager. In 1962, a Haitian man is buried alive by white colonists, only to be brought back as an undead zombie slave. 55 years later, a teenage girl named Fanny makes friends with Melissa, who moved from Haiti to France after the 2010 Haiti earthquake. After it is revealed that Melissa's family is associated with voodoo culture, Fanny convinces Melissa's Aunt Katie, a mambo, to perform a ritual in order to cure Fanny's heartbreak over a recent breakup. The ritual goes awry, however, leaving Fanny possessed by Baron Samedi himself. Hey, welcome back to the Sickness Podcast Part 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cold Podcast Part part 2. <laughs> Boo is very excited that you have an Instagram. <laughs> I saw that. He's very excited. I don't know how excited I am. But we'll, we'll see if it still exists tomorrow. Yeah, he, he was just like, wait, what happened? I like that he was more excited about that versus the fun cage match that you and Scout had. Oh, is there a cage match? <laughs> you, you two definitely duked it out there for a while. Oh, that, that, was, that was fun. All in good fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's just some light banter. I can, I can do that with my eyes closed. <laughs> my ass is impressive right there. <laughs> You know, I appreciate the wellness check at the end. I was kind of sort of nodding off, just like, all right, they're still. I, th- I thought you got bored enough that you fell asleep. <laughs> I was really resting my head on the microphone. That's awesome. Like yeah, they sound Jesus. like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to talk for like fifteen minutes. It was like an hour, or more than an hour. Hour and a half. It's like a full length episode. Was you a could... full length episode. You could totally, like, put that in and just, like, we can be, uh, like, a month ahead if you want. <laughs> no, like, we're just going to be very yep. far ahead. We're good. Be super, super responsible podcasters. God, I don't think I ever thought of myself as a super responsible podcaster, but I guess here I am. Here it is, yep. It's a... First land. you exposed me as an adult, now I'm responsible. I know, I know. It's like it's like outing. I know. It's Nothing. Yeah, is, is getting called an adult like being canceled? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. Okay. God, cancel culture is just so much in a conversation with other people right now, where it's just like mm, I can't even talk about cancel culture anymore. Wow, who who got canceled today? Any? You have some? Honestly, who's it's the latest? Just like, it seems like there's just a lot of inside fighting in the lit world. Yeah. Where people are trying to cancel each other. Yeah. Can you can yeah, can you like one up each other so like you can uncancel or recancel or double cancel? It seems like that's kinda what's happening and I'm just like 
I'm going to pretend I'm not in the lit world for, like, today. Yeah, why, why can't they just go to their corners and stop interacting? There's other people they could talk to. Yeah. I, I'm I sure we'd be happy to hear from them. There's your circle. There's your circle. Stay away I, from each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my brand new, you know, cold-inspired... Uh, Experiment in Instagram. We'll see how it goes. I think yeah. it's really cool. I think because you're an artist, I think it's the best one for you. No, I know. I know it is. It's just, yeah, I just, uh, I hate it. <laughs> is it the keeping up with it or? No, no. the The problem is I will, I will keep up with it too well. And like you don't like that, like the burden. Well, I, because cause I tend to be compulsive about things, so I don't need to, you know, like, it's a thing that is now going to be part of my life, and it's a matter of whether I can just keep it, like, modulated at a, at a reasonable level, you know? Because mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I can't not push the little fucking buttons. That's, this is where, though, the, you know, not having a smartphone will be a big help. I was going to say, I feel like that RA has taken a huge, yeah, yeah temptation. Those fuckers, to too, like, uh, they, they set it up so that you basically have to have one. Like, in order to put a link on your bio, I found out, you have to have a mobile device. Oh, do you? Yeah, they won't let you do it on a laptop. Isn't that fucked up? See, I've only recently been using yeah. Instagram yeah. on, like, desktop. But that's only because one of my writers prefers messaging on their yeah, and I was like, all right. I already got, I already got a thing that's like a, a comment that I'm pretty sure is some kind of phishing scam, like asking to buy art, but like in a with language that I don't trust to be human, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, social media. This, yeah, this is it's starting, but yeah. So, so I had to go on my fucking uh, iPad to put links on my in my profile because I definitely need links in there, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the whole point of it. That's the that's one of the annoying things about Instagram: the fact that you can't put links in the posts. You know. Well, I mean, the fun thing about your Instagram is you taught me that you could actually do more than one link. I thought you could only do one. Oh, you mean on the in the in the uh, bio? Yeah. Yeah, they have a thing now. They probably added that recently because all those people do that link tree thing, you know? Yeah, I think this is about to destroy link tree. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what the limit is. I put uh I think I put four on there now. Yeah, I immediately updated mine. I was like, Well if Dimitri knows what he's doing, I need to know what I'm doing. I just saw that somebody did that, you know? Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all those posts that say link and bio, but like what if you only have then you I remember the other time like years ago when I used Instagram, you couldn't do that. You could only have one link. So people would just keep having to change the link for whatever new thing that they're promoting, you know, mm-hmm. which is fucking annoying. Indeed it is. And this, yeah, you know, um, I mean, there's definitely social media shit in the, in uh, the movie we're going to talk about. Oh, definitely. There's, and, uh, all kinds of yeah weird communications through you know different eras crossing the 
the the living and dead divide, all kinds of shit going on, all kinds of messaging happening. <laughs> I, I especially actually like uh, I, I I don't see that often in film when. Oh my god, her name is just out of my head. The the main girl. Yes. What is her name? Is it Franny or Fanny? Fanny maybe. Oh no, our Haitian. Girl. Oh, the Haitian girl, Melissa. Melissa. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I, I want to say, like, 20, 30 minutes in, you see Melissa on the phone talking to somebody, and you're just getting the responses. And it isn't for, like, another 30 minutes later when you suddenly go back to that moment, and you see it's her aunt, and, like, she's having the same conversation but the other end. Yeah, yeah. It, start, it's, it backs up the timeline, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, it yo-yos a lot. I mean, because, obviously, it's from the 60s, Haiti, then, like present day uh france and then it's haiti in the 80s you know kind of goes all over the place Mm -hmm. i mean i have so many random thoughts i wrote down oh yeah cool sure writing no some of them are just one of those like just stupid question ones where i'm like what one i really thought it was funny at one point she said that, like, her favorite thing about the other person is that she also loves Urban Outfitters. Like, okay, yeah, I, didn't know that yeah. was, I didn't know that was in Paris or France or wherever exactly they were. I also really liked her iPhone case. There was a cassette. I don't know oh, if you yeah. noticed that. I did. I, I've seen those before, the cassette case, yeah. And then I was wondering if you knew it because I don't. What sport were they playing? Oh, uh... Oh, it was some kind of throwing the ball into the net or something. Yeah, it's, it was kind of like a combination of like soccer and like dodgeball or like, you know. Yeah. It was a small ball. It wasn't a basketball. And and there was a there was a net. Yeah, I think it was like a like a poor man's like field hockey kind of thing, you know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the name of that game is, but it's it's definitely like a soccer based. So those are my random thoughts, and also I got into a really deep wiki hole on Haiti, and I feel like a really, I don't know, I didn't know much about Haiti other than the earthquake and then obviously antiquity and everything and the colonialism. Yeah. I had no idea how fucked up the country has gotten recently due to gangs basically taking it over. It's It's one of those places that just keeps seems to just continually get get shit on. It's like it's like the Bangladesh of the western world or something, you know? Just Where can't catch a break. Every few years there's a catastrophe either man-made or natural, you know? Mm-hmm. That hap- that hits Haiti. The weird thing is, you know, so Haiti's um, it's connected to in, in the Dominican Republic is the same island, you know? Okay. But the Dominican Republic seems to not get half the shit that happens to Haiti. And I don't know why that is. Uh, yeah, it's just like cursed. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe that's why the, the, the voodoo stuff took off so well. They needed metaphysical forces to fight back against all the fucking misfortune. I was intrigued to figure out that um, voodoo is still a prominent part of their culture. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it, it, then again, is another very first world vibe where you're like, oh, that's just something you see in pop culture. You don't realize that, like, oh, that is actually something they really do do there. 
Well, I think this is obviously this, this is much more exaggerated, but yeah. No, but I think this is something that this movie does so much better than most things. Most of these kind of like where they just cherry pick something out of some other culture and they just run with it and make, you know, like the standard horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, down to the what what zombies usually are in movies, you know. And the zombies here are completely different. I mean, it's funny, the those scenes where the girls are looking up on, you know, on the the internet to see about zombies and it's all just horror movies. But then what we see is much, much different. Yeah. That one was pretty good. <laughs> also was it you get one of them who's actually trying to look up what a mambo is. Yeah. I mean, at least they're trying to somewhat consult another oh, source. Yeah. Well, that's the that main the I think her name is her she name might Fanny? Be Franny, Fanny Fanny or Franny the, the the main white girl, the one that befriends Melissa and brings her into the group. I mean, she ends up going all out and find finding the aunt and putting a hex on her the, the boy toy that spurned her. <laughs> What's his name? Pablo. Pablo, yeah. Yeah, we we had that name shouted quite a few times, so yeah. <laughs> I I mean I'll, I'll I'll go for it. He was a good-looking guy. Well, sure, but not that good-looking. You know, it's, it's a one of those typical te- teenage crush kind of situations. I was struggling to actually guess what age they were supposed to be. No, oh, high I, school. I definitely high school. Teenage for sure. Yeah, like just old, somewhere in high, high school. school. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure where exactly, uh, you know. They're obviously the best and the brightest from everything like they were talking about in the classroom. Well, yeah, because it's a really exclusive girls' boarding school where only the, the children of, like, Legion of Honor and other high, high-end high people go, you know, and you can see it's, it's a very fancy-looking school. They all have to wear those, like, really cool sashes and everything. Like, Were you jealous of their sashes? No, I, I actually kept thinking, wow, it seems like it had to be uncomfortable, mm. like, to wear every day at school. I, I, mean, I went to Catholic school for two years, so I'm, I'm used to a uniform, and I was, I was gonna like, say, wow, you, uh, that seems uh, like a whole other annoying thing to wear. Sash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I guess that sash is, it's like their, their coat of arms or something, you know? I was saying probably is what made him seem like more superior for sure yeah <laughs> i want to know what the name of that gesture or dance thing that they do you know when the the principal is addressing them and they do that lean back thing oh well, dude what, what is up with that? that yeah i was hoping you would know it was some kind of weird i I'm, I'm sure that's just totally made up it's like one of those choreographed like in the dance videos you know when they have those like pop dance videos they do shit like that i mean it honestly looked like that music video for the song Lean Back. <laughs> okay, see? <laughs> but, no, it, it definitely seemed like it was supposed to be, like, their response to, like, instead of a curtsy or yeah. something. But, I mean, the whole thing from yo-yoing from, you know, one time period to another, it just has this kind of dreamy vibe. You sort of, you're you're in the in-between awake or sleeping state in most of this movie, you know? You down are to where, a zombie, basically. Yeah, yeah, and I love. 
it's unusual to see any more uh, that much uh, day for night used as as is used in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like all that time when um, or what was the zombie guy's name? Clear, clear, boy something. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's it's a complicated, unusual name. But when are like whenever Clarvius, 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 yeah. Or Clarvius, yeah. Whenever you see his timeline, it's almost always in day for night, you know. Mm-hmm. So, which really communicates the, you know, the fact that he's in between death and life. So I thought that was really effective. So I totally understand why you picked this movie after the relic because you discussed obviously you like the idea of the intro a bit more being more expanded and obviously this is white people appropriating some other cultures, superstitions. Well, there's an actual engagement with these with these traditions, and and, and they're not taken as superstitions. They're, yeah, they're taken like at at face value and honored as. I mean, look, it, it's a movie, so who knows how much you're supposed to believe actually happens. But I mean, I do like the few girls who are like shit talking a little bit amongst each other when Melissa is telling them about the. Story. Yeah, they just. They just thought she was like a weirdo. Like, what are those sounds you're making? But then they sat and listened to her, you know, and actually gave her a chance to explain. But then also were like, that's a really good story. It's totally full of shit. But yeah, I'm just sad living here. But yeah. Yeah. Like, they enjoyed the story. They're like, this is really good. What's it like being a grandchild of a zombie? But then also, uh, like, she isn't really. That's, a, that's totally crazy. No. Well, they're not. They're presented with something they have no, never been equipped to deal with or understand. <laughs> I mean, think, I know I wouldn't buy into it either. So yeah. Yeah, would you believe that story? I don't yeah. know. I mean, but I want to know what that extra step was that like caused Fanny to be like, "I'm in." Well, I, the extra step is teenage hormones, and like you know. Just need that extra push to be like, the, all right, got it. The, the first, you know, the, her first heartbreak, revenge. You know, actually, my my one question about that whole part is why the aunt agreed to do it. That was my next question. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess you don't get the whole the resolution of the movie or as much of a resolution as it has. It doesn't really have a resolution. It goes back. It goes back to the eighties when. Claire Vance, I, I'm never going to get that name right, but uh, when he goes back to his wife and says it's over, you know, like I'm not a zombie anymore, mm-hmm. that's the end of the movie. So it's, a, it's sort of a happy ending, but we don't know whether Fanny survived or the aunt survived. I mean, you kind of get the idea that they, maybe they didn't, that they were sacrificed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Was like, Did yeah. they or didn't they? Yeah, which is good. You know, then, then you can talk about it and wonder. Because you want to be like, did someone sacrifice the other one? Did it go wrong? What happened? I mean, I imagined at first I was thinking when she was talking about the money, like the previous scene, the aunt was saying that she couldn't afford to go to the ceremony. Yes. And I was thinking at first that it was going to go on that timeline of, okay, that's why she's going to do it. Obviously, that's not what they did, though. No, because they show the ceremony. Yeah. And when they keep... Pairing it back to the to his first funeral, you know, they keep going back and forth mm-hmm. uh, to the to the memorial. 
No, no, they never make it back. We we don't know what happens in the uh, present day timeline to any of those people. No. Nope. Any of the girls, yeah. So that was the only thing I could think of other than obviously in that conversation we learned that they didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Well, you see, you see the aunt, you know, walking dogs and tutoring and stuff. So she's making ends meet all kinds of, she's sort of like in the gig economy practically, you know? Mm-hmm. So she can af- afford to spend all her other time, you know, talking with the dead people, which is, you know, her real avocation, you know? Yeah, she's the messenger to the dead. That's what right. She is, right. Yeah, she's sort of like the, yeah, the go between the channel, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, this is really in ter- whatever, in terms of storytelling, the the exact opposite of the relic, where all the pieces tie. I mean, it's it's really ambitious, you know. He's working in like three, at least three timelines, you know, with very different characters, and he ties it together, you know, he makes you believe it. I will say, like, it's That's, actually all centered around one story as opposed uh, to in the relic. It's a million stories, and I have no idea what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, the, yeah, Peter Himes didn't take his Adderall that day, or whoever the, the script people, you know, they didn't concentrate, they didn't concentrate well. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, this is, I mean, the, the mood is exactly, you know, it just flows, you know, this movie. And you're sort of forced to flow with it, you know what I mean? Uh, whether you believe in zombies or any of this other shit, inside inside the movie, there's an internal logic that is air t- pretty airtight for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to figure out, they moved there from Haiti after the 2010 earthquake. Because of the, her, her parents both died in the earthquake. Yeah. Now... Is it taking place, like, now? Like, obviously, it I, came out in 2019. I think so. I think it's, yeah. Because the first title, the first time we see uh, France, or I think it's either France or Paris, it says. There's a there's a, uh, there's a graphic that says, Oh, should we, which is today. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's France uh, present day. So you'd say 2018 or whatever. We, I don't know if it's ever specified how old Melissa was when she moved to France, you know? Mm, I don't think so. But, I mean, it says it, like, it, it was after the earthquake, so obviously she would have been, like, she was, like, say, 17 or 18 in the boarding school, and that probably would have been, like, maybe 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which means France is basically more of what she knows, because I think you definitely have more of your formative years, like... Yeah. Six, six years old on, so it is interesting, obviously, that her aunt was able to help keep the Haitian roots on with her. Yeah, that's her big connection. That's why she's always talking to her. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, we discussed previously the immigrant experience, and it's one of those things where I was actually just kept thinking, wow, that probably had to be very difficult to actually maintain those traditions and thoughts, especially in, like, boarding school. You're just surrounded by all these white people. Yeah, she's, I mean, uh, we see a couple of Asian people. I think she's the only black girl that we see in that school, mm-hmm. which there are probably other ones, but she's the only one that we see. And if she's, it, it feels like she just started at that school, which means that she had been going to other schools 
Mm-hmm. So maybe the other schools didn't work out or something, you know? Or maybe there's some other school system in France that we just don't understand. Sure, yeah, yeah, who knows? And she's only getting to go to that school because her mom got the Legion of Honor mm-hmm. for helping in Haiti. Yeah. Was it she was like doing work for crimes against humanity or something? Yeah, for the, the baby dog Duvalier regime, which mm-hmm. who was the dictator before I mean, a while ago now. Uh yeah. So I really like this movie. I thought a lot of it, even though it looked I think to a lot of people, they would be like, this looks pretty soft, sloppily made. I, I actually liked a lot of the visual aesthetic. Really? Who would say it was sloppily made? <laughs> a, a few people I've spoken to who watched the end were saying that it, it was too, like, amateurish. And I, I, I didn't think so. You know, I during didn't the think ritual so at all. At the end. Oh, well, well, when they were, like, rolling their heads back and stuff. And, and you and have like, like the popping in and out of suddenly it's Baron or Baron. I think it's Baron, right? Baron Samdi, yeah. He's yeah. like the main sort of, he's sort of like the candy man or the main bad, you know, bad spirit. I would say he's like their equivalent of like Papa Legba and Barbados and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the the king of the, the ghouls, you know? Yeah. Uh I thought it totally worked. I don't know. I mean, I this is not this is not a movie. Weird. I didn't think it was. Yeah, I mean, they were they were being they were being possessed and they were in altered states. It wasn't supposed to be like naturalistic or anything, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. I liked that it was unclear. I liked that it was definitely uneven to a certain degree because I liked that it didn't give us any resolution. No, no, you're you're supposed to be like as lost as those girls are which I think is super effective, you know? Mm-hmm. They, get lo- they think they have their little cool, like, secret society, secret club, but, like, they, they fuck with something, like, way above their pay grade, <laughs> you know? They open up a whole can of worms. I think really it's just the one. The one did it. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you almost want to compare it to movies, like, say, like, The Craft or something. Yeah, yeah, it, there's definitely that. It's that kind of movie about, like, kind of girl girlhood and like those how those groups of girls are when they're young it is interesting that they decide to tap melissa to be part of their crew yeah especially like when they're like you have to tell us something private yeah or was it true yeah uh, like some big secret yeah I like her little zombie thing she recited. That was very interesting. I thought it was more interesting that they accepted that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other girls who I think were, especially, and throughout really, they were very skeptical of her. It's just the one Fanny or Franny who was really all hot to try to get Melissa in there. And what was it? it was just what? Because she liked the same music and Urban Outfitters too? Something like, yeah. It's red mom, but I, I thought that was pretty true to life. I mean, that's what that's what kids like. They'll fasten onto anything like that, you know, no matter how unimportant it is. Because yeah, she clearly was feeling isol- isolated too, and she thought. And before Melissa came along, she was like the weirdo outcast of the group, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't the, she wasn't the maid Heather or the maid whatever. Who are, what are the names of the mean girls? I forget. <laughs> but 
Uh, oh my God. She I wasn't the alpha, or whatever. Yeah. Regina George. She's the top one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, like <laughs> someone just sent me a Mean Girls reference like 20 minutes before we got on this. Yeah, there's, there's kind of, sort of, some of the flavors of all that, but it just goes in a very, very different way than any of those movies go. Yeah. My Even question. like the craft. Yeah. Does Melissa think that she has, like, zombie, like, not roots, but, like, tendencies? Because there is that one where, is it a nightmare scenario on her part or on the blonde girl's part where, like, she bites into her? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think she has inklings, although the, the aunt insists that, like, she's not involved in it. Or she's, the aunt is probably just trying to spare her. From from taking on the, the 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 family whatever curse or power or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, there's that the one time they're all hanging out and Melissa tells Fanny, I'll eat, I'm, you. I'm, I'll, "I'll eat you." Yeah, <laughs> and and you tell know, Fanny doesn't know at all how to take that. I don't how do think you do anyone that? knows. Like yeah, how that. how do you respond to that? Like, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Although- what, I think Fanny said at one point that she could have made out with another girl or something earlier. Yeah, the pretty girl in, in the uh, in the sports scene that mm-hmm. the, that she was kind of checking out. So could have been taken that way too, but obviously not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we have that one dream sequence of Melissa biting into the one blonde chick and then later she goes to the bathroom and has a weird like growling thing and blonde yeah. chick is like also inclined to wake up and be like oh shit she's doing the growling thing again yeah yeah she goes and spies on her <laughs> I like that she doesn't confront Solo like she makes sure she gets the other chicks yeah they go and confront her in the art room and then that's when they listen to her whole story of her family yeah uh, I just liked her excuse as to, oh, I just do that for fun sometimes. Well, she tells, I mean, she tells her aunt, like, on the phone that she's afraid to sort of really reveal herself mm-hmm. to them because they're new friends. And she's, that's that's a, definitely a very real childhood thing, you know, mm-hmm. because her family's different and, you know, very different. <laughs> so she doesn't really trust them yet. She's afraid that they'll think she's weird. Which, you know, is valid. It is very, <laughs> very valid, yes. <laughs> well, did she know the one person she made friends with was, like, totally in on it? Like, yes, I'm into this. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the one, yeah, ended up needing to use it for her own selfish ends. You know? <laughs> and unleashing, unleashing a whole fucking shitstorm just because she was spurned by her first boyfriend. Yeah. I wish there was more I could think to say about this movie. It was just really good. <laughs> I like, I mean, it, this is another one of these movies that are really riding the line. Is this a horror movie? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, there's horror things that happen for sure. I would say that it's a horror movie in that it plays with the elements that make up like you know zombies voodoo stuff like that yeah those but it does, typical things that are used in horror films yeah what i like about it is just how it it goes completely the opposite of the way almost any other zombie movie goes you know 
I mean, they actually discuss in the movie how zombie movies have changed. Yeah, how they're fat. They used to all be slow, and now they're fast. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, this really just took zombie at an entirely different angle, and I like that. Well, yeah, because... From a more re- realistic vibe. Yeah, it relates it to slavery and colonialism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how, how the zombies are made zombies just so they can work, and that it helps... Yeah, it's just the same as with slavery. So what you do is you erase a person's past by taking them away from their home. And then you just make them into into just workers, just like like beasts of burden, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a different... I mean, I, you know, there's no way he invented this. I'm sure he took it from, from uh, the lore of the country, you know? Uh, but I thought it was a re- and the, the fact that he's you know he's making France which is the, is the former colonial power and that you know controlled Haiti you know the setting for it mm-hmm. it definitely adds in an, uh, another big fat layer of, of resonance you know <laughs> that you wouldn't get in just just a regular zombie movies because I think I mean Oftentimes, the zombie movies, they don't tell you anything about how the zombies become zombies, you know? They just are zombies. They, or they, they crawl out of their graves or whatever. Or it's some contamination. It's vague. Here it's very, very specific, you know? Yeah. What happens. And it's definitely, yeah, step-by-step step described to us. And also what happens to actually allow you to snap out of the zombie state and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, wh- where, is the, where is the beef and poultry council? This could be a good ad for them. <laughs> yeah. See, well, don't see, be, like, don't be. Chicken eat, or whatever. Yeah, eat meat. Don't become a zombie. You know? <laughs> hey, this just totally is with uh, Trolls too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure you eat meat. Yeah. They don't explain exactly whatever that gruel is that they feed them in the fields, you know, for their lunch. Mm-hmm. It's something out of bowls. Something, something out of bowls. Some kind of grade or something. Yeah, it definitely looks like something like that. Looks like grits, but obviously it's not probably what it was. Yeah. Some kind of feed. It's like like feed that you, you give feed like, like an animal. Yeah, yeah. Bard, exactly. They're totally animals. So it's definitely like a kind of a slave. You know, getting out of slavery narrative. And, and also the bridging of the cultures. Yeah, I mean, or an it, attempt to bridge. It's set up too in that that first lecture in the school where the the. The one history teacher is telling them about how France is all about revolution, but and freedom, but how it's often fallen short and not reckoned with its, you know, its flaws. I didn't expect that history teacher to go as hard into Napoleon, yeah, as he did, because I don't, I don't know. That's just not a common topic. Uh well, maybe it is in an exclusive girls' school. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, they're all like, let's get. They were like very intellectual. They're obviously one of the better boarding schools in France. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like, for at one sure. point, it seemed like they were like at like in the middle of the night doing a class. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, I don't think they have hours. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's a boarding school, so you know they were all living there. Yeah, because I remember at one point one of them was like, oh, it's almost seven o'clock or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, did you have a group? Did you have like a coven of girls <laughs> in a secret society? Uh, no. No, I did not. <laughs> My friend groups varied quite a lot, but yeah, yeah, never like that. I wish. That sounds like it was a much more interesting time than what I had. So when you went to the Catholic school, was it an all-girls school or... Oh, no, it was, was boys mix? and girls. Was yeah. Oh, okay. And it was not big at all. Like, it was a class of, like, 50 people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, how come you stopped going there? Um, well, one, Catholic school is very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Catholic high school would have been far more. Yeah. So, so they, they took you out of that because of that? I would say that there's that, and also I was very much, I did not want to go to Catholic school anymore. No. Yeah, huh. so I would say it was a mixture of all that. I was not a very well-behaved Catholic school student. No? How did, what did you do? Well, I mean, I went to public school most of my life, and I only did Catholic school for a couple years, kind of as a punishment. And, oh. yeah, I guess... In response to my punishment, I just tanked all my grades. Ah. <laughs> Showed them. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. I'm just going to destroy everything, get everyone pissed off at me. But, <laughs> no, I, I definitely had, like, I guess these days you'd call them a squad, but no, yeah. nothing weird would be happening there. No seances, no Ouija boards, or... Calling up of spirits. You know, I do believe we played with the Ouija board once. Yeah. Um, but like we none of us actually had like the give a fuckness to actually follow through with doing anything. We got bored and we watched a movie instead. Yeah, I guess the these girls are pretty driven or uh, you know, focused. They're really they really go all all in on this stuff, you know, that they get into. I was gonna say they're committed for sure. Yeah, every I mean, pretty much everybody in this movie is pretty damn serious about what they're doing, <laughs> one way or the other, you know? Yeah, like from their <laughs> initiation for Melissa with all those candles that then she eventually reutilizes for her attempt at the ceremony, and yeah, very secret society-ish, even though there's <laughs> literally no need for their weird bullshit secret society. Well, just a bunch of bored girls. Yeah, but they wanted a secret society to feel special. Yeah, I guess <laughs> to belong to something. Yeah, it's, uh, which is yeah the the theme of the whole movie in a way. But you know, well, to, everyone wanted to feel special. <laughs> to have your squad. <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody wanted to stand out except for Melissa, who wanted to fit in. Yeah, but she was, I mean, she she wanted to fit in because she was such a fish out of water there. She's 
stood out and she had the cool shit that other people wanted. Yep. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about this shit in circles. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a be careful what you wish for kind of story. Well, we don't know it didn't work out for her. We don't know. <laughs> to, to, to Franny or Fanny or whatever? Yeah, it could have worked out. We don't know. So do you think it worked out? No. <laughs> I don't think it worked out. Last time we see her, she was writhing on the floor, you know, yes, like after aunt. being possessed by Baron Samdi, you know. Who I also found out has a few other names. Uh, Baron LaCroix, Baron something else I can't pronounce, and Saint Expedis. Expedis? Yeah. Yeah. I just like these Baron LaCroix. LaCroix sounds fun. Well, these, yeah, they're all sort of like a mashup or uh, adaptations of Christianity with whatever native religion, you know, it's mashed up with by by the local people and the, and the colonizers, you know what I mean? What bothered me the most when I was getting excited about him being uh, Baron LaCroix is it's actually pronounced Babon LaCroix. LaCroix, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Us dumb Americans. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, or specifically in regionalism, like, you know, I remember when getting here and, uh, you know, there's a suburb called Des Plaines, but, like, nobody outside of Chicago would ever pronounce it that way. Yeah, it'd be like Deplan or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a French word, just, or, yeah, there's, that's, that, that's fun, all those regionalisms, like, well, like, like we know we're Illinois, but yeah, yeah. fuck no, that with displays. Polina, Devon, you know, there's a bunch of weird ones. Well, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just gonna think of displays now a lot. Because <laughs> that was uh, another conversation I was having recently. But yeah, about displays. What was happening in displays? About how it's not supposed to be pronounced that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it is because that's the way it's pronounced here. That's the way it's pronounced <laughs> here, but that's not how it was originally meant to be pronounced. But in English it is. Yes, <laughs> I guess in English. Because English swallows all the other languages. It's <laughs> just like in uh, Russian doll when the secret password is to get into the one VIP room is Jodorowsky's Dune. Like... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not. You pronounce it Jodorowsky? Yeah, you say Jodorowsky. I never saw that. Do you like that show? I love Natasha Leon. Yeah. Yeah. She rarely disappoints. <laughs> she She's fun. I really like the new show she has, Poker Face. I recommend it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really burnt out on the shows. I just mm. don't, yeah, I don't, don't need the shows. I like... I like my movies, you know? Well, I mean, whatever makes you feel most chill, right? Yeah. Movies are its what makes me feel most chill, I guess. <laughs> Except for when you know, I get stuck in a three-hour pointless overpriced monstrosity like Titanic or Oppenheimer. I think we're just going to need to drop you into the middle of Titanic and see from there 
if you like it. Once we <coughs> hit the iceberg on, will you like it? <laughs> Once you hear the iceberg stride ahead, then I want to drop you into the movie. That's not going to happen because I don't. I don't believe in doing that to chopping up movies like that. Mm. Damn. Because this is a good sweet sequence. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Oh, I. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've seen it. Like you, know, you they probably show that. have. It's all over. Some YouTube supercut, whatever meme. It's one of those things where sometimes you just want like rag on somebody and be like, you missed this insanely awesome pop culture moment, but it's like, it's not for everybody. No, I, I, I feel really like, like I really failed myself by even bothering. Like, I was so happy never to have seen a, a minute of it, really, you know? I mean, in, in for real, that then I blew it. I blew it by, I mean, go, by attempting to see it, so... It really is one of those things where we were talking about, like, how things are different when you're kids. I mean, when that movie yeah. came out, I think I said I was, like, seven years old. Yeah. So, like, not only was it that, like, dude, the song got me, but also it was a little forbidden. Because, yeah. like, I wasn't old enough, really, to be able to see it. But I was able to see it. You were, you weren't, yeah, you weren't old enough to hear about how your heart will go on? Mm. <laughs> no, it, it was more the paint me like one of your French girls scene. Oh, that one was a uh, no. Man, yeah, those those drawings sucked. <laughs> the drawings sucked, and uh, yeah, it's just lousy, lousy all the way around. I just like, oh, <laughs> uh, so you didn't see like all the other drawings he did, did you? No, I didn't get to see her tit. That that's some, what somebody else asked me. Like, oh no, <laughs> they get to see Kate Winslet's actual titty. You know, like nope. But I've seen it in other movies, which are better. I was just going to say the other drawings that Jack had, he had a whole portfolio. Which, well, I there was a scene where he shows them to her okay. the first time when they were getting acquainted. So you that, sort of see that. Yeah, I saw that, and that's that's why I'm that's on the basis of that is why I say that his drawings sucked. Okay. <laughs> so you saw all he had to offer. There you go. I okay. guess. Well, I mean, at the beginning, they show the one of her, of her and her booby, but like when they discover it in the with the with the submarine. But I always just find it so fascinating that they're so willing to be like, "All right, she knows," and just like take her at her word. Oh, the old lady? Yeah. Uh, all of that is complete fucking bullshit. The the plot, she that whole beginning part shouldn't have even been in there at all. I would like it very much if we just started with the ship leaving. Completely unnecessary. The framing structure, totally unnecessary. Yeah, I think once James again, Cameron what, just wanted to show that he built a submarine. Yeah, all he cares about is a fucking submarine. But I'm telling you, it's, it, they should have renamed it Abyss 2. <laughs> And uh, it's it's funny that uh, Scout was kind of like faulting us for being interested in like plot and structure uh, when we were talking about the relic. But I Is I rarely rarely the film. No no I don't give a shit about screenplays either. Generally, I care about screenplays when I start when I when it's noticeably bad when there's a, when it's missing. You know that's yeah that's when I fixate on them. 
Otherwise, no, I don't. I don't care. I mean, I'm sure you could you could poke a bunch of holes in in the zombie child story, you know, in in real world logic, but it doesn't matter because he set it up that there's a sequence of events um, that makes sense inside of that that dream, you know, that's going mm-hmm. that we're watching. So I didn't question anything in there. Except maybe the maybe the one little thing is that why the aunt uh, went through with it with the ritual for the for the white girl. I really think it's just that one throwaway line when she was on the phone talking to her relative saying that she couldn't afford to go to Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's the motivation like for her to fund a trip home. Because there was definitely a white girl kept talking about how much she could pay. Yeah. I mean, she was she was very hesitant, and rightfully so, you know. You're the one who pointed out because I never even really considered the fact that she did have a lot of jobs. Yeah, yeah. She like all the scenes where we're introduced to her, you see her doing a different job in every scene, you know. She was a good tutor. Uh, I'll give you that. She seemed like she really knew what she was doing there too. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch wore many hats. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it. Yeah, the whole movie just had this kind of like lived-in thing. Like it just felt, it felt right. You know what I mean? It felt like those people would be doing those things. Exactly. Which is the polar op. Why I chose it as a complete counterpoint to the relic, where everybody felt like they were like playing make believe. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Like, at moments, you would maybe step out and be like, yeah, this feels a little, like, wouldn't really happen. But then you just kept thinking, I guess if you put it in this world frame, then yes, it would happen. Yeah, if you were those, if you put yourself in the shoes of any of those characters, you would be doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's all, that's all you could ask for out of a out of a movie, I think. Whereas if you watch, like, The Relic, you're just thinking a million times over what you would do different or what's going on. Yeah, I mean, we, we spent all that time talking about plot holes because they're just like, there's nothing they're else. So to, blatant. Yeah, yeah, so blatant. And, uh, yeah, oh well. <laughs> it's a loss, and then we bounce back with Zombie Child. I know. That's the, that's the good thing is you can, you can contrast movies like or art like that. And it's, it's, one thing is so much better at the expense of another. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's just art in general, yeah. And, but the, the sad truth of it is that, like, you know, one millionth of an audience will have seen Zombie Child that saw the relic. And that's fucked up. That's a big injustice in the world. But Zombie Child has actually gotten quite a few awards and has actually been critically acclaimed. I, I looked up, uh, yeah, when I was rewatching it, uh, that guy's filmography. I've only seen one other, one other movie of his, but he's been making movies for a while. Uh, Bertrand Bonello. I was impressed because he looks pretty young in his picture, and he's 54. I was like, damn, age yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to do, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I threw you by saying that I thought the director was hot, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I didn't see him that way, but... 
excuse me, uh, to blow my nose. Uh, I think yeah, we established we're all sick today. Yeah, we're we're in our own weird uh, liminal state between life and death. <laughs> so it's appropriate that we're discussing zombie movies when when we're both kind of zombified today. It is my plan to pass out once we finish this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah. I, I am already. I was zombie during the first podcast. Well, see, you were you were lucky there. You didn't you didn't have to do much heavy lifting. Like I, who had to? I I I was like just listening to you two go back and forth. Like that's what I mean. Match. It was just me. It was just me and Scout. And you were just sitting back, relaxing. Relaxing by the relaxing by the pool or whatever. I was listening intently, being like, "Is there a moment where I should cut in here?" <laughs> Do these two sound like they've got it. Maybe I'll interject something here. The funny thing is that uh, this morning, in in you know, I, I felt sick yesterday, but I was considering texting you and seeing if you wanted to do the episode alone with him. It would oh. have been a very different episode. I was actually. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing the same thing, but the opposite? I was thinking I should like try and pass the baton to you. Did I actually message it to you? Uh, no, no, you, you, no. Your message was you were going to cancel the whole thing at first. For today. Uh, I'm going through our old messages because this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I said, do you want to do the scout thing on your own or do you want me to reschedule for another day? Somehow I missed that. Yeah. See, we both kept trying to pass it to each other. Yeah, yeah. But we rallied and... We We did it, yeah. We did it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, hats off to Scout for actually taking the time to. And he enjoyed it, he said. So. To, to make a thoughtful rebuttal, no, no matter how, how mistaken he may be. <laughs> this is a good thing about having your own show, you know? You can say whatever you want. It really is. But he's got, he's got plenty of avenues. It's not like he's being silenced or anything. Oh, no. He, he's got, he, he, can, he has every platform at his disposal. And welcome, he's welcome to talk whatever trash he, he likes about me for sure. I I, I will not be offended. I, I'd be honored. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I should start talking trash about you too? Will it make you feel good? Yeah, you know, you, that's what I like, you know. <laughs> that's right. I'm discovering that's, some stuff about Dimitri right That's now. right. That, that's, that's my love language. <laughs> oh, my God. Insults. So much going on in my head right now. Oh no! What happened? <laughs> I was telling Belent about the episode, and he was saying the one, oh, the one with Scout. You mean? Yeah. No. And he was just like, "Oh, you should definitely make sure you come out with a disclaimer that you know Dimitri is like not like meaning offense towards anyone. Dimitri's just opinionated." And I was just like, "Oh yeah, one of those things." I think I give most people the heads up that like. We're not hating on you. We're hating on the thing. Yeah. And he was talking about another podcast, which I'll have to find out again. And I guess they start off with every episode saying their love language is verbal abuse. Oh, nice. And yeah. It's like, oh, Dimitri, you just calling back to everything I've been discussing today with other people. See, we're, we're tying it all together. We're tying it in, in, in with a nice ribbon in a bow, in a, with a bow on top. 
with the yeah. cherry on top or whatever. Our love language is verbal abuse. <laughs> I don't think anybody was abused. Every, no. Everything was, everything today was done totally with good humor. There have been many other instances in my life and interactions which had a lot less love. And <laughs> No, I think you two definitely more ex- were like... Yeah, I, I, th- I think he knew he wasn't being like... You know, attacked her no, personally. Yeah, he you know, I, he said he enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> just were a, definitely moments where I was like, this could be taken up a notch and this could get weird. <laughs> I mean, look, he, he didn't shoot that shitty movie himself. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> it's, it is very funny that his whole thing, I and mean, he kind of explained it about that whole series about the unloved and stuff. Like the getting treasuring this thing that everybody else hates, you know, like this ugly duckling thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's a curious thing, and it's uh, yeah, it's very. Uh, you see a lot of it in the in the critic community, and I'm I'm sort of like a I'm a recovering critic. I think I'm I think I'm giving up. I'm stepping away from it. I'm not even sure if I'm a good critic. I could analyze films, but at the end of the day, it's either I like it or I don't. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with like how amazing it was made or whatever. Either I enjoyed it or I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I could go into things uh, like on technical, like what he does all the time and his descriptions. I could, I could do some of that, but as I told him in our talk, I'm not interested in theory and I'm not interested in taking things apart. Like where, like, he wanted to defend like. He keeps talking about like images, you know, in in films, and like, and taking it apart from the story. But like, you can't do that. It, it's it's like you know, like what well, this is the analogy from a couple of episodes about about like the baking of the cake, you know, and throwing all the ingredients in, you know, mm-hmm. willy nilly. You can't. It doesn't make the cake anymore. Then you're just talking about flour and sugar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what an image. Divorce from a story is for a movie. They have they have to be seamless. You know what I mean? That's what I think. <laughs> I think I, it's one of those things that when you actually already notice that there's a flaw, yeah. like a very visible, heavy flaw, you just have to accept that it's not a perfect. Not I don't even think there is a perfect movie. No, no. But it's okay. It's not a critical acclaim. Movie. No, when you start when you start talking about like the plot points or whatever or like effects or whatever it may be, that means like the illusion or the magic of the the thing has been shattered because you're you're back in your normal life and you're thinking critically and that's not what art like what it works is for. That's that's another reason why I'm so sort of suspicious of even when I do of criticism like what criticism does, mm-hmm. it feels like a betrayal for for someone who makes stuff, who makes art. It's like bad. It's like going in league with the enemy in a way. Sometimes, it feels that way. I also am very. <laughs> I find it weird. Whoever actually really listens to critics. Yeah, that that that's that's the other frustration with doing all that, and you know I've been doing. A fair amount I'm of not it. Not to hate on both of your guys' things, but like, I don't think I've ever read a 
critical review and been like, yeah, that's going to affect whether I'm going to read it or buy it or watch it. Yeah. What What is the actual point of it? Like how many like books does a good review actually sell? Unless it's, you know, in the New York Times or, or these days on TikTok, it, it doesn't. I, I think the metrics are very inconclusive, you know, the stats. Then it's not the review. It's just the, it's, you're doing an ad. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at this point, because there's so few paid uh, critical uh, j- jobs, you know, as a critic, they're mostly just glorified press releases. Basically. That's, it's really, really dispiriting to be on, on the other end of that. I mean, I get press releases every every day, many of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a good mood, I politely decline. You know, I actually answer. I try because I also have been on the other end for most of my life trying to get people to notice something I made and getting nothing but silence. And I know that's a bad feeling. <laughs> that's why, like, you know, I, I do, I don't know, kind of straddle that I have five books I need to read soon. Yeah. But, like, I only, this is probably something that people think is shitty. I only accept ones that I think I'm going to like. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to read something oh, absolutely. that doesn't look like it's going to interest me at all. I hate that, like, I get books sent for publishers, and they don't even ask if I want the, the hard copy, they a physical it. copy. And I just get it in the mail because I reviewed some other book that they published. And, like, just please write me an email. Like, before then, like, a PDF is just fine, and I'll tell you if I'd like a real copy. You know? You're just, you're killing another tree for no for not a good cause. Because what's going to happen is I'm going to give that, that book to my local bookstore without mm. maybe even opening it. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't think any critical review even really would have even affected my view on, say, this movie. Like, yeah. it's really just a word-of-mouth thing. Uh, you oh, suggested which, it, like... Oh, Zombie Child, you mean? Yeah. I think Zombie... Yeah, Zombie Child was pretty well-reviewed, but uh, but it, it had, as you said when I suggested it, you looked it up and it had a very, you know, small box office. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I Yeah, I don't, I don't know what... what uh, I don't think anybody knows what actually moves the needle and inspires somebody to go and buy something, you know? I think it really is just like the right person told them, someone yeah. that they trust, who actually does give honest-to-God opinions, like someone who actually is known to give shitty opinions about stuff. Yeah. Because uh, then when they do say science good, you tend to trust it a bit more. Well, or at least you you know you know if you've heard other ones from them, you you know where they stand usually. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, when you tell me a movie's good, you've had some misses, but yeah. well, of course. Yeah. No, I had a feel. I had a good feeling about this one. That I think, yeah. If nothing else, just this whole the the theme of the the girls together, you know. Mm-hmm. Just felt like something you might be into, you know, watching. See, I was all about the whole voodoo mythology and everything. I was getting all into the backstory of that. Like, the whole girl story was fun, but, like, I liked how it was able to send me into, like, a whole research spiral. Cool. That, yeah, that's 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 great. Uh, I'd actually forgotten from the first time I saw it how much of it takes place in Haiti, that it's fully, like, half of the movie is in Haiti, really. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean different different times in Haiti, but yeah. I guess it's taking place in France, but we're looking back at Haiti a yeah. lot. Yeah, I get, yeah, the only present day thing is the memorial ceremony, which we only see a couple of glimpses of, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one uh, to, to mark the anniversary of the, the grandfather's death, I think. Mm-hmm. Or the, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Good. I'm happy. Do you have any ideas for our next choice? We discussed it the one time at Bric-a-Brac. You know, that time when we all got sick. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the evil Bric-a-Brac, the spreader of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very cool story. And fu- future uh, sponsor of that horror cast, Bric-a-Brac. They are awesome. I love their and the brood sign. That was fine. Yeah. And the brood. That was a great coffee shop. I like that place. Yeah, that's that's a that's some fancy collectibles in both those places. Okay, if people like, are buying like that shit for like a hundred dollars or whatever, that's very impressive. Yeah, well, half the shit they have on display is not for sale. Like it says, there's signs, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just their that couple's their collection. Yeah, they're like super mega ultra nerds. Those people <laughs> gotta appreciate how much they own their nerdery. What you know. movie did we point out? Cause the Wolfman. Wolfman. There we go. Do you want to try the Wolfman? Yeah. Cause go it, back to the classics? Yeah. And it's I, it's sort of related to, I mean, it's not a zombie, but it's a possession. It's a transformation thing, you know? I wrote it down. I'm actually looking at my notes. Yeah, there it is, Wolfman. Yeah. Well, we could thank Brick-a-Brack for this very fun mess that we're in today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Future sponsor of that horror cast, Brick or Brack, and spreader of viruses. <laughs> <laughs> Just common, common cold kind of viruses. Not any exciting. No pandemic or zombie like viruses. No, this this is the most common, well known to humanity kind of virus. <laughs> Such is life. Cool. Well, all yeah. right, we did. It's a twofer. We did two today. That's crazy. Well, are you sick. gonna are you gonna release the uh, release them separate, like separate uh, days, or what are yeah, you gonna I do? Do you should, know? Should right? Yeah. I was really yeah, gonna mean, do the relic for this week. Then I was like, I'm tired. I should probably yeah. do relic next week, and then zombie child after. Yeah, because well, we're I think we're we're a week ahead, anyways, aren't we? I think so. Yeah, we did. One yeah, when, when did you release the last one? I think uh, I did it this Friday. I thought you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Because I, I mentioned it in my newsletter. I know you did. It was it was last Friday, which means yeah, you don't you don't owe the the rabid horrorcast fan fandom an episode this week. Yeah, yeah. You should release whichever one you want next. You know. Yeah, Probably, probably the, the, the relic one since it's yeah we actually mentioned it in this one, so it makes sense. Yeah. We don't want to juggle the timelines. We're, neither of us is Chris Nolan here, you know, like <laughs> yeah. getting all, all, all fancy with, with the time jumps. <laughs> okay, so I'll watch Wolfman eventually. Yeah, well, yeah, we got time, so that's <laughs> cool. All right. Sweet. Oh, when, wait, uh, what are you move, What are you going on your trip? Oh, it was, it's right um, before my birthday, I think. September 26th. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so we we still got it. We got a book release 
show to do before then. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's coming up a couple of weeks. I know. I'll be 33 by then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fun. Wow. Su- super grown up. <laughs> Very grown up. I'm, I'm an adult now and apparently yeah. responsible. Very. You're, you're like a month ahead on this podcast. How many episodes of, uh, of uh, textual healing do you have in the can? <laughs> that I actually am slowly uh, starting to rebuild up. Oh, I yeah. have two. Oh, I, that's I have to get pretty like good. another one soon, but yeah. There, well, there you go. Well, I hope you feel better soon. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I imagine another day or two and then it'll be gone. That's 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 the usual thing. Probably, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>